everybody. Welcome to Apostolic Fire. I am bringing a word about apostolic prayer today. Uh, Just uh, a word from the Lord. Um, We are all called to prayer Um, as believers. We are sons and daughters. That is our identity. That is who we are. Sons and daughters of the holy enthroned king. And we're called to pray. Every single one of us. You don't need to be named an intercessor or an apostle or a prophet or a teacher or a pastor or an evangelist to pray. As a believer, not only a believer, but a son or a daughter, you're called to pray. Um, Apostolic prayer is strategic. Uh, Apostle means a sent one. And we don't have to be called apostles to pray at apostolic prayers. Um, Apostolic prayers are strategic, appointed, and we are sent with apostolic prayer. Every single one of us has has a mission or we wouldn't be alive. Uh, the Lord says we were purposed before the beginning of the time and he, he had a reason for why we're here. Um, and so there's a call on each and every one of us um, and we're called and we can function in the apostolic because Jesus himself, the great apostle, lives in each and every one of us. So when we're praying through the Holy Spirit, we're divinely connected to the Father. And and we're praying apostolic strategic prayer when that happens. And this is what shakes things up. This is what changes history. This is what marks marks change. This is what this is the catalyst. This is this is what catapults things into into action in the spirit realm. Okay, so um we're to be praying in the will of the Father, right? We know that scripture. It is uh, found here in John, First John uh, 5, 14. It says, this is confidence which we have before him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests which we have asked from him. So that's in the NASB. The Lord says uh, to pray in his will. And when we do that, he hears us and he gives us what we ask for. So you may say, um, I've heard people pray these simple prayers. Oh God, let's let your will be done. Now, of course, there is power behind that because there's truth behind that. However, that can become a weak prayer. And here's where I want to go with this. Um, you know, the word says, uh, let's see here. Let me just, let me just go to the scriptures. Let's look at second Corinthians three, 14. And now I'm reading out of the passion translation. God always makes his grace visible in Christ who includes us as partners of his endless triumph (laughs) partners with him. Through our yielded lives, he spreads the fragrance of the knowledge of God everywhere we go. The knowledge of God, okay, comes off of us as as a fragrance. That's beautiful, right? So we're partners in heaven. Jesus, the great apostle, Jesus himself lives inside of us. So when we pray things like, God, let your will be done, the thing of it is God wants us to, he, he gives us secrets in the knowledge of him. And so, and there's scripture about that. We know his secrets because we're connected to him. Think of, go to John 15, um, where it says, I am the true vine. This is Jesus. I am the true vine and you are the branches. We are connected to the true vine as branches within him. So if we are part of him and what flows from us flows from his throne, then we know what the will of our father is. 
we only need to to actually tap into that. So so we can actually pray out his will by knowing it. And you ask how do I, how do I know the Lord's will? Well, being connected to him because we are the branches of the vine and also through his word, which is truth. Okay, so um, I just want to come here and read um, uh, how Jesus instructed us to pray. And we're going to look at Matthew 6, and I'm going to read this out of the Passion Translation, starting at verse 5. Whenever you pray, be sincere and not like the pretenders who love the attention they receive while praying before others in the meetings and on street corners. Believe me, they've already received in full their reward. But whenever you pray, go into your innermost chamber and be alone with Father God, praying to him in secret. And your Father, who sees all you do, will reward you openly. When you pray, there is no need to repeat empty phrases, praying like those who don't know God, for they expect God to hear them because of their many words. There is no need to imitate them, since your Father already knows what you need before you ask him, pray like this. Our Father, dwelling in the heavenly realms, may the glory of your name be the center on which our lives turn. Manifest your kingdom realm and cause every purpose to be fulfilled on earth, just as it is fulfilled in heaven. We acknowledge you as our provider of all we need each day. So aligning to him as provider, aligning to him as uh, his purposes coming to the earth right now. Forgive us the wrongs we have done as we forgive ourselves, release, as we ourselves release forgiveness to those who have wronged us. So asking for forgiveness and anything that happens throughout our day and forgiving others. Rescue us every time we face tribulation and set us free from evil. For you are the king who rules with power and glory forever. Amen. And when you pray, make sure you forgive the faults of others so that your Father in heaven will also forgive you. But if you withhold forgiveness from others, your Father withholds forgiveness from you. This is a big thing, you guys. We have to have clean hearts. Forgiveness is huge. We cannot be carrying offenses and praying in the will of the Father. We have got to get aligned to the Lord, free of offense, our hearts clean, forgiving people. You know what? This is the world. People offend us. People hurt us. Our feelings get hurt. Holding on to unforgiveness is like you're, you're, if the father is the vine and you're the branches, it's like having a dead branch hanging there. You know, come on, let's let them prune that and let's move forward. Let's forgive who we need to forgive. And I just encourage you right now to bring to mind anyone who needs forgiven. I mean, we are powerful people. We are really, really powerful people. If you're a believer in in the Lord Jesus Christ and you're living on the earth right now, you are a powerful person. And what you're holding on to is coming off of you as fragrance, okay? Do we want that to be stenchy because we're in unforgiveness? No. Okay, this message isn't about forgiveness. (laughs) So prayer. Let's look at John 10, 27. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. We're to be pressing in to hear him and his voice. We're invited by our status as sons and daughters to know the Lord's will. Once we're connected and rooted to the vine, we are then able to discern the Father's will and begin to pray from that place, from our place of privilege. We know the will of the Father because we know his voice and we know him by his word. Let's look at um, 2 Corinthians 3, starting at 13. I'm reading out of the Passion Translation again. 
We're not like Moses, who used a veil to hide the glory to keep the Israelites from staring at him as it faded away. Their minds were closed and hardened. For even to this day, that same veil comes over their minds when they hear the words of the former covenant. The veil has not yet been lifted from them, for it is only eliminated when one is joined to the Messiah. So when you're with Jesus, that's gone. Okay, verse 15. So until now, whenever the Old Testament is being read, the same blinding comes over their hearts. But the moment one turns to the Lord with an open heart, the veil is lifted and they see. Now, the Lord I'm referring to is the Holy Spirit. And wherever, when, wherever he is, Lord, there is freedom. We can all draw close to him with the veil removed from our faces. And with no veil, we all become like mirrors who brightly reflect the glory of the Lord Jesus. We are being transfigured into his very image as we move from one brighter level of glory to another. And this glorious transfiguration comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. It's beautiful. We we really have an ability to hear God because the veil is removed. Jesus took it away. It's in Matthew. It says the veil was torn when he was on the cross. And that gives us actual access to the Father. We have full access as believers in Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit, to hear God. That's right. You hear God. You do not need to go to another person to hear God. (laughs) You can hear him for yourself. However, there is power in other believers speaking prophetic words and things like that. That's not what this is about. But prayer, praying the will of the Father, we, we can discern the will of the Father by knowing the truth, knowing him, knowing his word, hearing his voice, Getting outside of ourselves. Now, we have to lay down our own intellect, okay? I want to tell a, um, a, a quick personal story about that. Um, somebody extremely close to me was having, um, it was a personal thing, having surgery. And uh, I was praying, Lord, let the test results before the surgery come back that he, that he does not need to have this procedure, God. I'm just praying that you deliver him from this procedure, heal his heart, heal him so that he does not have to go through this. And um, he had the procedure and it was extremely, way more intricate, way more involved, way more... Um, than than anticipated and the tests that happened leading up to it did not show the severity of what was going on in there so I thank God that he didn't listen to me because in my own knowledge I was trying to pray out of something and it wasn't in the Lord's will I wasn't hearing the Lord I was using my own emotion and my own self to pray out something that the Lord was bigger on he knew better he knew that this baby needed to have this procedure done and he wasn't going to listen to me who's a powerful person I'm powerful to the Lord he hears me okay but it was see what I'm trying to say is we need to lay down our own intellect and our minds are a wonderful gift. And I thank God for my mind. I think you should thank God for your mind, but laying your intellect down before God and allowing your spirit, which is Jesus, the Holy spirit to govern your mind is, is wisdom. Yeah. We need to allow our spirits to commune with the Lord, to understand his will and to pray that out. And so I just encourage you to get praying, pray in the Holy Ghost, pray in the Holy Spirit, um, 
learn the Lord's, hear the Lord's voice. So I just want to encourage you to spend time in the Lord's word, to spend time praying, um, spend time getting to know him by his word, meditate on it day and night, spend time locking yourself away in prayer and just, um, and communing with the Lord. Let your spirit become one with his spirit. And I just bless you and, um, pray like Jesus prayed, pray the will of the father, watch things and just have, even record it and watch these things come to life and watch things be directly impacted by your prayer. So I just bless you in the Lord Jesus. Amen.